We're back in this motherfucker. <laughs> I had to burp, man. another episode of the award-winning world-famous podcast that nobody knows about and hasn't won a damn thing this is a podcast about everything I can save you guys the, tr- the trouble and, and tell you exactly where this is from, but the people who should know, know. And they'll tell them everything they need to know about this podcast. But for the others... <laughs> gonna have to find out. Great song, man. Phenomenal song. Oh, death. For those that don't know now, I should tell you now. For those that don't know, that's from that's the original score from Until Dawn. And it's now become the franchise score because now we have um, Man of Medan or Madan or, or Medan, which I was saying the first time I was playing it, but... Whatever, man. Tomatoes, fucking tomatoes. Potatoes, potatoes. You know the real name. I'm not getting into that. But I, I like the song. I like the original score better than the one that they dropped off of Man of Medan. I hope they keep it for Little Hope. But anyway, for those who want to know, this is an absolutely, strictly gamer episode for my gamers out there. <clears throat> it's been a while, and I want to make sure that I take care of my gamers. But the thing is, the pandemic has kind of stalled us. Like... We got a lot of games pushed back. A lot of sites are just reporting on the same shit, okay? Look, we'll get into that <laughs> further further along in the podcast. But I did want to make sure that I touch this because I support my, ga- my gamer community. My gamer community supports me. It's always one of the highest rating fucking podcasts. So here's another one, man. I do at least what? I'm supposed to do at least once. One a month, at least. But, hey, man, shit's been... 
shit's been wild out here for for not not just gaming for for the industry as an entertainment as a whole with the pandemic man we got some things to talk about we've we've had some updates we're on the tail of playstation finally announcing or what we hope is going to be announcement they're just giving us another inside look of the playstation 5 on uh, september 16th i can't wait for that that's going to be a busy day for me but i can't wait for it that's actually tomorrow would have been smarter to do this tomorrow but you guys got to hear this sucker today yes i am recording on tuesday for tuesday depending on what happens with playstation if it's good enough for me to announce something on the next podcast and i will you guys are here my take on playstation 5 and everything that they're going to talk about exclusively then you'll get that shit then um next week but for now we've just gone through a week where xbox has finally released a whole lot of information so i'm going to talk about microsoft and what xbox is is going to be doing with their pricing and their releasing and all that stuff for those who already know gamers you guys already know but Fuck, you'll get a funny take from me. doesn't really matter, I guess, guys. So, Anyway, like I said, this is going to be a strictly gamer podcast for sure, but every one of the gaming topics that I have are pretty much cut and fucking dry, and you guys already have the information anyway, so I do have to make sure that there's some meat around these fucking bones. So I'm going to actually tell a couple of stories for you guys, get into some gaming, I'll probably end it with a couple of stories as well, but fuck it, man. It's not just gamers. I... I do this for the nerd community, the, us geeks out there, us nerds, us gamers. We like all this other shit, you know, and I do it for for them. So it's not going to just be strictly gaming. Majority of the meat and potatoes will be gaming, but I, I still have to do it for my nerds and my geeks out there as well. So we have fun stories that we tell on this podcast, right? You're going to continuously hear this boom or banging. I'm not going to stop this podcast for anything right now. I have to get this one out, but there's some construction going on next door or a couple doors over or a couple houses over i'm not sure but it's loud enough for you guys to pick it up i'm sure you guys will hear that feedback so sorry i apologize in advance but if i don't do it today who knows if he'll get the job done today he might be back tomorrow in the fucking next day and i'm on a roll here i'm not stopping for another week but before we get into all that gaming shit i went to the doctor uh the other day and it was a new physician. I was trying out a new physician. I changed networks. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, I don't know what they expect, right? Because this is a new doctor. Sometimes I didn't even have anything to actually go get checked out. That's what I was explaining to one of the uh, providers at the network. And she's like, well, just go in. You know, that way you get everything out of the way. And you can talk to him about the stuff you talk to. If you're on any medications, you can bring those in. And he can put those, jot those down. This, that, and the third. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be a fucking friendly greeting. Between me and this doctor, it's just going to take up about an hour and a half, maybe two hours at top of my time. But whatever, at least I won't have to go through it when I am really in need, right? Nobody wants that. That's like when you go to the pharmacy. You never been in this pharmacy, and now they want to make sure that you aren't some kind of hardened criminal. So they're calling every fucking doctor office around that's in the area, and especially the one that you've gone to to make sure that this this Vicodin, the lowest on the totem pole, that this Vicodin that you aren't abusing it, or you're not trying to get thirty fucking day supplies and go sell it to people, and then you're just sitting there in pain because you just came from the dentist's fucking office, and then they tell you, no, we don't have any stocking. They actually do. They just have it in the safe. For those that don't know pharmacy. If we find you sketchy, 
Chances are that shit is sitting in that safe. We just don't want to do it for you. And we're already backed up enough. It's a sad game, man. Those pharmacists, man. It's a sad fucking game. But that's how they do you. Anyway, at this doctor's appointment, and I don't know what they expect, but I got a guy doctor. So I'm sitting there, man. I'm filling out the paperwork. They want to know all the COVID information. You know, all of the things that's going on today. I'm like, no, I don't have a temperature of 100 degrees or 103. I'm sure you would know that. That would probably be the reason why I called here. But no, I don't have that nor any underlying issues or not that I know of if I catch it. And the only way for me to know I had an underlying issue is if this motherfucker takes me out. So, nope, none there. So, fill out all the rest of the paperwork. They want to know about mental health. I, I am truthful on that shit. That, those questionnaires about mental health are a motherfucker. And the sad thing is, they actually fill it out. Nobody reads it. They input it. And nobody talks to you about any of that shit. It's just like, okay, thank you for the information. Why do they want that information if they're not going to talk to you about it? Are they really going to be like, we just need this information in case you go off the handle and try to trip off in here like a fucking postal worker? And I'm not saying that's an old saying from the 90s, guys. Don't be sensitive. Um, it's, if you are a postal worker, one of my real good friends is, is in the postal industry. It's just a saying, all right? They're not calling you the fucking Unabomber or something like that. It's just one, one time a guy went crazy <laughs> and killed a few people at, at a post office as a postal worker. So that's the saying for, for my young audience out there. I know it's fucking weird and wicked, but... That was the world. The 90s were very insensitive, man. Different time to fucking grow up in the 90s. Let me continue with this fucking story so I can get this shit over with. So I go in there, and they're rushing me out of here. I'm like, well, one thing for sure I like about this doctor's office is I was sitting in the waiting room filling out the paperwork, and she came in once. She was like, okay, I'll let you finish. About four minutes passed, she came back out and was like, hey, come do this paperwork while I take your blood temperature. I mean, I'm sorry, your blood pressure. And your oxygen levels, and I do your weight. I'm like, oh, this is a first? Okay, I'll, I'll do this. This is almost like like the ER. Even in the ER, you still have you sit there. But, yeah, she did all that shit while I did the paperwork. Very, very nice woman. And I was happy to know that all of my levels were okay. And all of a sudden, they send me to my room. I'm still filling out paperwork. Either you sh- you guys should get a handle or a, grip- a grasp on this paperwork either being entirely too long. Or they were moving entirely too fucking fast. But it was towards the end of the day. Maybe they were trying to get the fuck out of there. Maybe Doc said, hey, we get this last guy out of here quick. We can all go home early. Ain't nobody coming the fuck back through. So they were probably like, well, let's get the fuck out of here. So I got the uh, red carpet rolled out for me. (laughs) Any fucking way. Doc comes in the room. Talk Caucasian guy. Got glasses on. Looks like a normal doctor. It looks like he had a day. He's like, hey, what's going on, buddy? I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just here to meet you, I guess. Nice to meet you. They told me in my network that it'd be great to to speak with you and show you medications and, you know, I don't know, fill you out, I guess. So he's like, okay, whatever. So he gets to pulling out his little, I think it's a stethoscope, right? The one that they use to monitor your heart and your breathing. And he goes to my back. He tells me to take some deep breaths. But as he's doing that, he says, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and see how your breathing is. And we're going to go ahead and do some blood work. And I scream out, man, at the top of my fucking lungs. Blood work? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, buddy? What do you mean blood work? 
Oh man, you should have seen his face drop. He's like, it's just to make sure that you don't have diabetes or make sure, you know, you don't have high blood pressure. I'm like, I wasn't prepared for that, Doc. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm too fucking old not to be honest with you. If that's what's going to happen, somebody should have told me that while I was sitting in the lobby. Somebody may, they should have told me that. They should, they should have told me that while I was, you know, on the phone with the network, that this wasn't just going to be a meet and greet, you know? Right now, I kind of feel like I'm being me too, almost on a on a light scale. Women don't get crazy, but seriously, if a guy tells you, "Hey, let's go out to fucking meet, let's go have a fucking drink," and all of a sudden when he's purchasing the first drink, he's like, "Yeah, so after this, we're gonna go back to my house and fuck." And you're like, "Nigga, what are you talking about?" No, we're not. You you gotta tell people this is the type of person you are. This doctor should have told me this. These, these people in the offices, the assistants and the nurses should have told me that this was what was going to be expected of me. I had not wrapped my mind about around that right now, man. I have a phobia of fucking needles. From a young age, trauma, more fucking trauma, right, with this podcast. I have fucking phobia of needles and especially blood being drawn. I've got to work myself all the way up, dude. You should have seen me the last time. I had to fucking take a fucking TV test. Um, excuse me, my child's mother was there with me. She's laughing the whole fucking time because it was like literally I'm about to pass out just from the anxiety. I hadn't even gotten into the, I hadn't even gotten into the room yet, but I knew that's what I was there for. See, that's the difference. I knew I had to get it done. I knew that's what I was there for and this job uh, it was actually the pharmacy job it required me to take the fucking tb test so i had to get it done i had to get it done this was how i was going to you know make a living so that got done but this one here buddy i'm just here to just put some shit on the books i'm just here to just fucking conversate and get the fuck up out of here you know i told you guys about that whole ab situation i went through i wanted to speak with him about that but checking for diabetes and high blood pressure no man that shit could just take me oh death take me i'm not doing this book i'm not even staying with you guys i was just checking you out buddy so he gets past that point and i had to explain to him i'm like i understand this is kind of weird I'm, I'm in my 30s and you don't expect me to get very high pitched screaming out blood work for everybody in the fucking office to hear but I have anxiety, and that was something I, I just didn't prepare for for this day. I'm sorry, dude. I haven't been here enough to trust you to stick a needle in my arm. I don't even know the fucking nurses' names. I don't even, I don't know you, man. You know? This is the first time I've seen your face. I, don't, I didn't ask her to trust me. Make a fucking follow-up. If I decide that I'm staying with you guys, I'll come in for it, which they did. So while I'm telling him about my ab work, he sits there and he's like, uh, well, let me see your, abdom- your abdominal or your abdomen. Let me see your abdomen. So I lift up my shirt. And he's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> he's like, I think something's wrong. I think I got one of those hernias sticking out. He's like, you definitely got a physique on you there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I see you work out, huh? Yeah, you got your six-pack coming in. That's nice. And because he's so mild-mannered, it's beginning to be almost, I wouldn't call it uncomfortable because I don't really get uncomfortable in these situations, but I'm trying not to laugh. And then I'm trying not to sexualize this. But the more he stares down and the more he speaks in this low manner, this low tone, and, and the more he does this while complimenting me, it's hard for us guys in certain communities to take compliments as black guys don't take them too well man we don't know if it's an undermining or a backhanded compliment but 
I'm like, dude, I don't know, dude. You're starting to breathe heavy, you know? And I'm glad that this portion of you checking my breathing is over because you're breathing hard and you're looking at me and my chest and my abs and you keep telling me on how great a shape I am. But, hey, maybe I was looking too far in it. I told my friend, I talked to her later, and I'm like, if this was going to be what it was, it, I I don't have a problem. I don't, you know, there's no no distinguishing preference here. You know, you just gotta pay me for it. That they say you gotta take me to dinner first, buddy. Calm down. What the fuck's going on with you? And that was my trip to the doctor's office. I had never ever in my life, woman or man, been complimented in that fashion. Now, of course, I like the way that I look and I like the way that my physique is at the moment. But there's rarely a time. That you lift up, you lift up your shirt, and a guy is complimenting you in that fashion. So that was just um, it was new to me. But, but again, I have been under a rock. I live in different times, and that's just what the fuck it was. I got more stories to go along in this motherfucker. I don't really think you guys care, but anyway, we're gonna get to an hour here. So let me just jump into all of the shit that's going on inside of our world. In the gaming community. Or should I start with the bullshit trinkets and whistles and bells? No. Let's let's go into some gaming, I guess. Let's do that. I'll start with the bulk of it. I am so happy. I am elated. I am so happy because not only are 400 fucking GameStop stores closing, but I had an interaction with them when I was trying to get Ghost of Tsushima, and the guy was a dickhead over the email, and he's like, yeah, well, the game's already out, and we're sorry that... There's a pandemic going, but your game's going to come 20 days late. And I'm like, dude, I get shit ordered to me all the fucking time. There's nothing being delayed. You guys aren't on your shit, and I don't know who you're paying for shipping. I guess they go through USPS. But either way, I had just some, I had just had something delivered from USPS, and it was no fucking issue. So my, my friend, you're fucking lying. So I didn't tell him that all over the email. I don't think it's cool to go off on people at their jobs. He's just delivering a message for me. I'm not really fucking mad at him. So I told him, hey, dude, it's all good, man. And stay employed, you know? I hope you guys stay open. And I knew it wasn't. Everybody knows GameStop has been having trouble for about a year or two. What did they try some stupid shit about? Making it centered around fucking pops like it was a fucking underground swap meet or some shit like that. What are those things called? I think they're called pops. Little dolls that you get inside the boxes that resemble your favorite characters. They like tried to try to mold the store around that. I'm like, this is a gamer store, man. I don't give a fuck about none of this. For me, that's just decor when I walk in here. You do better getting cool ass vintage posters to go around some of the games. That's really all I see. Half the time I see the fucking t-shirts, dude. You know? I don't care about anything else. I see phones in the display. I'm like, oh, that's cool decoration. I don't think you guys are actually fucking selling them. You fuck sell, selling smartphones. I guess you guys are. But when I come in, I see the big boxes up top for the systems that are pretty fucking cool. I see all the games that are around that's displaying, like, the the upcoming games and new releases and the used games that you guys sell entirely too high. I don't care about the pops or whatever the fuck these things are called. I know I am not getting this right. But I'm not going to research it right now. But you guys know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't care about this. Then they tried to make it to where it was like... A kid-friendly zone, like a play area. Almost like if you were going to uh, the movie theater. They had one of these in Vegas. A movie theater, and you can leave your kids in a daycare center. <laughs> For the parents to go to the movies. Vegas is a wild fucking place, man. 
Uh, but they tried to do that shit with some of the locations, and none of that shit's working because nobody cares for your practices. Nobody cares the way you rip off your fucking your customers. You can't tell somebody that that they buy a game for sixty five dollars, and then want to bring it back because they might not like it. And you've got strict rules with that. And then you tell me, oh, we'll give you fucking fifteen dollars for it. It's like, dude, this shit's only been out a week, and, and you guys don't sell any used games for under fifty four bucks. You're kind of forcing people to buy the fucking new games. So, I don't care that GameStop is closing. Because if I'm going to get ripped off like that, I might as well go to fucking Target or Best Buy or Walmart or wherever the fuck else they're selling physical copies. And the best thing about it is some of these, depending on your preference, some of these next-gen systems don't even have the fucking disk drive. They're trying to just be done with it all the way. So, you know, the one after this... It's going to be a motherfucker. It's not going to even have the disk drive. Shit, we might not even be on disk anymore. So it's about time for them to count their fucking blessings, get up from the fucking poker table, cash in those chips, and go to fuck home. I'm happy. Bon voyage, motherfucking GameStop 400 stores. And your employees. I hate to see people unemployed, but we all go through it. You will bounce the fuck back. You work for a terrible company anyway. I'm sure you know it. It's great being around some stuff you love, but in the same fucking breath, this is a terrible fucking company. It is what it is. So, GameStop, 400, 400 stores are closing, and if you ask me, I am extremely ecstatic about it. Will I miss it? Probably as much as I miss the fucking, probably as much as I miss the Montgomery Wards, or a pick and save. <laughs> the fuck out of here, GameStop. I don't give a fuck, dude. Get out of here, dude. For the people that are there making their checks, though, I am. I do feel bad for you guys. But some of you guys are fucking dicks, too. I know some of my fucking listeners have been to a GameStop. And it's like, dude, we're talking about games here. Why are you mad right now? Like, why are you giving me an attitude about anything? Like, you want to come? We can swap for a minute. If you want to take my job, you want to go and do what the fuck I do? And understand that there are other shit. There's other shit going on beyond you selling and trading and talking about fucking video games, dude. Well, you don't get out of here. Some people are just fucking privileged. If you don't like the job, then leave. But don't call. Don't. I come here to be happy. There's never a time where I go into a fucking GameStop and I'm like, oh, I can't believe I got to go to this GameStop today. Oh my god, I didn't even want to buy this fucking game, but I'm going to give these people my money anyway. There's never a time. I'm usually going to GameStop. The only thing I'm mad about is I got to sit inside of this fucking, you know, when they do the late releases or early releases at a late time. And I got to sit here with people that are interested in the same game as me. And then I start to think about my life decisions because I start judging these people on their parents. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm playing this game, too. (laughs) Don't act like you motherfuckers don't do it, dude. Oh, man, I, sometimes I sit there, I'm like, what is this guy's game take? I'm sure I've ran across him. He's called me a motherfucking nigger before. I'm quite sure of it. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. It doesn't really happen on PlayStation, but on fucking Xbox, man. You remember the first Xbox? People were riding like it was the wild, wild west in that bitch, dude. Every time I turned on the original Gears of War, I was sure to encounter racist people. Every time. It was like, that was just the meetup. It's like, that's where the Ku Klux Klan held their fucking coffee and donuts. 
I just couldn't take it. And that's the one of the reasons why I got the fuck off of Microsoft so fast, dude. At that time, I only had a Microsoft in a Wii. I was not a Sony person at that time. Don't even know why. Maybe because Gears was the rave at that point. But yeah, man, that was definitely the Nazi meetup. Definitely the skinhead meetup. It was like the green room, you know? God bless the dead. I love that movie. But yeah. Anyway, Ghost of Tsushima update for those who give a fuck. I have liberated... What is it? The first island. What is the first island? I need to be specific on here for my gamers. I know you guys know, but I just need to be on my shit anyway. Okay, that's going to skin off a whole lot of fucking time. Thanks to... It's either usgamer.net or usgamer.net. I'm going to go with usgamer.net. Damn, it was very hard to find, and they had it for me. But Izuhara, I have just liberated all 24 locations in Izuhara. It took... A fucking long time, but I said, you know what? I jumped into this game, and it's very hard. You guys know, being gamers, we sit so many to the side after we started them up, and we're waiting for the newer one, the new game to come out. We have tons of games that we just haven't finished yet, so this one I have dived into. I am head in with this fucker since Meta Medan is over with, and I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm going to do everything. So me and this horse are traveling everywhere. I hardly use the fast travel. I've probably used it counted one hand, dude. I'm I'm searching everything on these islands. I have done all of the fucking well at least majority of all of the side quests, just going up to people who have that symbol that I can talk to them about and hear their story. See what they they need they need me to do, see who I have to go fucking, you know, assassinate or kill or whatever, dude. I'm doing everything in this fucking island. So that's what's taking me so long. And I and I said, I'm not moving to the next one. I, I could have been done it. But I'm not moving it to the next island till this island is liberated. I don't feel like if I'm really, you know, this Shishima samurai that my mission is to help all of the people, right? So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take all the time. I'm not going to speed through this game. I'm going to go see all of the, the town folk. You know, they call me Lord, for God's sake, you know, someone calling me Lord. I'm like, dude, I got to take care of these people. So I'm liberated everything. And I'm still going to scour around for a second. I've gotten a long shot bow uh, around those beautiful blue flowers. That, that was a hell of a fucking journey, though, just going through different hills and mountains and then this island and then going back to this, this little peaceful spot there. There was some armor that I got that was specifically worn by a certain person. I've taken care of that. And I'm just making sure that I got everything here. Everything. I've got some great upgrades. I mean, when we talk about... There's a meme out there that's like... When you do all of the side quests before you complete the actual main mission. And you go to the boss like, what the fuck's up now? (laughs) I'm going to beat this boss up. But who knows? I'm doing this on hard. Not the last one. I know they introduced a, a new difficulty that is supposed to be um, the, the most difficult. But I'm doing this on hard. I don't do anything on easy. I don't do anything on medium. I'm not speeding through the game just to say that I've done it. I know people who do that. I'm doing the same thing with The Last of Us. I do it with everything. I don't care how difficult it is. I think that's part of the game. I think that's part of puzzle solving. You guys should have played the first Tomb Raider, me and my childhood best friend. Freak the fuck out when that dinosaur popped up. But we were doing all this on hard. That's just the way you get your money's worth. So I'm playing this on hard. I die all the time. It is what it is, dude. Sometimes I, I take care of a, a, a main mission or I'm taking care of a side quest. 
And it was hard as fuck, but I got through it. And then I crossed somebody, and then, you know, you see it pop up. It's like standoff. Like, who wants to face me, you know? It kills me sometimes. These dudes are just minding their fucking business. And he's like, you looking for me? I'm like, I don't think they were, but we could do this anyway. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> my horse just scattles off, and then these guys end up killing me because I didn't want to mind my fucking business. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima so far is a, is a fucking excellent game. No. And what's so cool about it is the main story is pretty cool. But I'm having an even better time playing the side quest, the missions, and the stories within the side quest, the storytellers. Like, all of this shit is so descriptive that it just feels like it's still connected to the main story. Sometimes I look at the main story and I see old boy who's trying to look for his, the monster he's trained, his predecessor who's left him behind because he was a fucking dick. Reminds me of my last relationship. And then they got the girl, the lady who's lost her entire family. She's batshit crazy now. She don't give nobody a fucking chance. She wants to kill everything, which is understandable. But when I see them on the map, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go around them for a second. I got some other shit to take care of before I get to these guys. Yeah, I know we're supposed to save my uncle. He'll be all right. Nobody's fucking with him. We'll get to him. Don't worry. And now my uncle's fucking tripping. Like, what is he tripping about? Did you... We could have left you there. I could have been you, you know? Like, it would have been easier for me to just liberate everything and forget about your ass and just become you. But here I am, rounding up all my buddies, people I don't even fucking know. I'm trusting them with my fucking life. My boys switched sides with me from the straw hat gang. Now he wants me fucking dead. Like, all this because I'm saving you and you want to give me attitude? Buddy, I should smack the shit out of you right now for dishonoring the family, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm out here assassinating people how else would you expect me to do this we tried it your way they raided the fucking island and you got caught and everybody died we can't do it your way <laughs> sorry motherfucker and now you want to be judgmental because this bitch is a thief so what who cares she saved you her thief tactics got us up in this motherfucker shit Half our people, not even half, man. Everybody's dead. There's no samurai. I'm the last one. The rumors are I'm a ghost out this motherfucker. He still got some... Yeah, give me no attitude. Uh, I'm sure towards the end of this game, we're going to have to fight our uncle. I'm, I'm guaranteed that's what this shit is coming down to. You guys, don't fucking spoil it for me. I know some people will. Some people will just text just because they're fucking lowlifes and scumbags. And um, they're miserable within themselves. And I'll get a text like, hey, man, so I heard on Ghost of I'm like, man, knock it off. Come on, dude. Have a fucking life. Don't you got kids already? Jesus Christ. Let's go into some more shit, shall we? <laughs> I'm having a ball so far. That took us someplace. Maybe I won't have to tell you all of my life fucking stories on this thing. Maybe. I can't, I can't give you any promises, but maybe. What the fuck just happened now? Yeah, that was fucked up. Okay, damn. Thank God for iPhone. It didn't used to be that way. Oh, man, that used to fuck me up when I was a writer. I think it broke me down a couple of times. I may have cried. But anyway, somehow, I guess my f fucking fat hand here sliding across the screen, it deleted my fucking uh, my note here. I had a whole lot of topics written down for my gamers. I wanted to make sure that we touched everything. I looked down to go to the next topic, and this motherfucker's gone. So I'm going through the phone looking for it, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's... I go to my my iCloud setting, it's gone. And then I see this recently deleted folder. I'm like, oh, thank you. Somebody got smart up in there. 
and they put that there. That that did not used to be there. I know someone can vouch for me. That it, once you deleted them, the fuckers were gone. This is when the cloud wasn't even around, man. I know prehistoric times, right? But I've been around since the first iPhone. Forgive me already. Xbox. Let's get on Xbox before we get into some more games. Xbox has released finally the release date and the price. So it looks like okay. I'm going to get a hang up on all of these fucking um, kooky names that Xbox likes to use. It just makes me ir- it's irritates the fuck out of me because iPhone does the same thing and it's like oh it doesn't have to be so complicated man but whatever. Xbox Series S is going to be $299 upon release date. This is the one without uh, the actual drive. It looks like everything's pretty much the same except for space, but storage, you know. But some of you guys are willing to compromise. I'm not going with Xbox. Xbox Series X, by the way, is $499, which I think is for the type of power this thing is kicking out. I believe that that's a decent price for sure. Given that people, you know, we all paid about $400 for the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, I guess that's what it was called. Or Xbox. I don't fucking know, man. It was the Xbox that came out with the PlayStation 4. I'm not a Microsoft guy. I'm sorry. I'm not disrespecting any gamers here. I, I don't really, I'm not one of those guys who go into the comments and rave wars. No, it's just my preference. I told you guys why. Because back when I started with Microsoft, it was a, it, they just didn't know how to control all of the racist antics. I can handle some disrespect, but come on, man. When it comes to all that other shit, so it's not really just me not liking Xbox. I don't, I don't really care one way or another. Pretty much every game is cross-gen, so or cross-platform, so it doesn't matter. Some exclusives, but not too much to deter me. Uh, it's just personal preference from personal experiences. But I'm not going raging wars. If you're if you're a PlayStation person, cool. If you're an Xbox person, cool. I hope they get to a point. I think, I believe we're getting to the point where we'll all be able to play with each other, which is damn cool. I think it'll stop some of these idiotic wars that people have on the internet about liking one system better than next. I don't really think it matters. When it, when it comes down to it, these fucking PCs are killing both of these systems any fucking way. But that's what I was getting down to. For $499, the type of power that is pushing out, I believe $499 is a reasonable price. Now I'm just waiting for PlayStation to see if they make a blunder, to see if they overstepped because Microsoft is not going to make the same mistake they made before when they got killed and PlayStation was like $100 cheaper. It looks like this might be the reverse, I think. The reason why we haven't got any fucking details from PlayStation yet and why they want to show us what this thing can do again, I guess, tomorrow is because they know that they fucked up with the pricing and they can't go back on it. I don't know how they're going to fix it. I don't know if they throw something else in a box, if there's some type of game release they can throw in there with it. You get two controllers, maybe. I don't know how they're going to salvage this, but... I'm going to be the first to say, jump on on a window here. I think the PlayStation 4, or excuse me, the PlayStation 5 may be more expensive than the Xbox. If it's not, then whatever. I'll die on a hill. I just wanted to make this podcast just interesting, I guess. But I do think that's what the prolonging of the release and the price is. And again, Xbox is coming out November 10th, I believe, was the date, which is great for me. Uh, I wish sooner. What are we in September now? October would have been fire, but I guess November's cool. <sighs> Other than that, though, what are you guys thinking about it? Is four ninety nine too much? I, I read a lot of comments. People are like, 
I don't really have a problem with it. Again, I think that this is a reasonable price. And if you don't really care for that price, you can still get it for 300 bucks or, you know, plus some tax. Some people, I understand why they'll go 300 because if this thing is going to kick out the type of power it does, then I might want to get a TV that's capable of handling its power. I'm one of those people who haven't upgraded. When the PS4 Pro came out, I am still dealing with the first-gen PS4. I have seen the way that the PlayStation 4 Pro plays on a 4K television. It's, a pure, it's pretty beautiful. I'm sure Ghost of Tsushima would look fantastic on it. But it wasn't enough for me, knowing that these next gens were coming out in a couple years, to buckle down and get a PlayStation 4 Pro and upgrade my television. But for the smart folks out there who don't care about the actual space that the hardware comes with, they're going to work around you know, extended storages and stuff like that, then, okay, cool. Get you a $300 system, upgrade that television, and get your extended storage. Seems really smart. The only thing is, you're going to have to deal with, hopefully, these download times when it comes to you always, you know, purchasing your games digitally. Hopefully, the time the time frame isn't a fucking bummer for you because I've been to friends' houses and I'm like, oh, this is going to take forever. It says 24 hours. Like, whoa, what are you, who are you dealing with for internet? Is this even a legit company that you're going through? How did you find them? I don't know. What is this? <laughs> I have never seen anybody MVPS go this fucking slow. But it happens. You go to a friend's house and they might not just be invested in the internet like you are. They're like, oh, shit, my Netflix works. So, you know, it doesn't bother me. My fire stick in place. I'm like, barely, man. But whatever, dude. That's how it goes. Um, and then you have places where you, the internet is faster than yours. And you're like, shit, I got to do something. I got to make some, I got to change my life. Why is my internet so much slower than this person's? It's like eight minutes, right? It's like a whole fucking game. So hopefully you have some great internet. And you're just willing to take that hit as well. So some things are going to have to change for you either way if you're going with the $300 system. Uh, for the folks that are going for the $500 system, though, how are you going to do this? Do you Maybe you already have the TV. Maybe it's all for storage. I know there are some, some other specs are a little bit different. But for the major part, it's really that fucking space that um, I think is really deterring people from getting that 299 but you got a lot of people who have children out there who just want to be a part of, and parents aren't really trying to drop the five. They can't drop the five right now. The pandemic has hit a lot of people hard. Unemployment is at a high fucking, is at its highest it's been in a while. So I understand that $300 tag just trying to get everybody that you can that's in the gamer community. It's a smart move. It's almost just like the cell phones, man. It's like, yeah, okay, you guys want the big shit, but if you can't afford it, we've dumb down some of the other phones that are just as nice but they're going to be cheaper it's going to not do everything that the exclusive phone is doing so i'm glad they're doing that i even saw an option that says they're even doing it to the point of how the phones when you can't buy it in full you can do their little nexus type of plan or whatever it is and you pay a certain amount of dollar each month that goes towards your bill as well i think they're trying to do that with these systems that'll be interesting to see how that works Oh, boy, people are going to fuck their credit up just for this system alone. It's something else. Something else entirely. But PlayStation, we are waiting on you. Sony, we are waiting. 
I am waiting to see what happens tomorrow. I'm so curious to see if they're going to fuck this up, this rollout. They've been tight-lipped with it. It's like, shit, movies can get bootlegged. They come out, they leak. Same with music. But like the gaming industry, though, dude, when they don't want something out, you talk about loyalty. They do not put that shit out. Got to give it to them. Did I talk about Man of Medan? Or Man of Medan or whatever the fuck you call it? I did survive with all five characters. I think I said that on the last one. Yeah, we don't have to do that. I did that. But anyway, if I didn't, I saved everybody. Everybody lived. I opened this up with Until Dawn. Until Dawn, I could not save everybody. I tried. Someone always dies. I have tried. I have tried. Someone always dies. I don't even think it's possible. I haven't researched it, but I don't even think it's possible to fucking save everybody on Until Dawn. But on this game, it was. And it was damn refreshing. Had to play it about five fucking times. And then I think I'm going to start the curator's version. But I jumped into Ghost, and now Ghost is what it is. Uh, Maybe after Ghost, I might jump back into the curator version. But by that time, Little Hope will be out. I think that's coming October 30th, so I'll be jumping on that. That's like, they already have it available available for pre-order. So, that's a given. Resident Evil has announced Resident Evil 8. Oh boy, this is going to get very fucking sticky for me because I am a huge huge Resident Evil fan. I told you guys my disdain for some of the versions, some of the the later installments of the franchise. I hear a lot of kids going crazy for 4 though, and I'm like 4 was the beginning of the end though. For me it was the beginning of the end. Like Nemesis kind of marked it and then 4 was like, yeah, we're all the way here, buddy. We have sold out in this franchise. I understand why 4 is it's like legendary to some kids because Resident Evil was typically a horror survivor game and then four it turned into an action game. And I think a lot of kids who were scared of Resident Evil finally got to pass one. They were finally able to beat a Resident Evil. So four has this nostalgia for them. But other than that though, it's a that's not a great game. I just don't believe it's a great game. So anyway, they're going back to the village. This is uh what was that, Resident Evil five? Wherever they were in Africa or some shit like that. They're going there again, it looks like, dude. I'm like, why are you doing this? If we were if if seven was just great, it shows you that the house aspect still works. It shows you that creeping around creepy fucking corners and dealing with things that you can't explain still fucking work. And it's not a fucking mountain of zombies looking like World War Z. It still works. We are all out there looking for survivor horror. And then you go to a village. I may be Speaking out of term here, I may be out of line. I may be jumping the gun. I may be assuming. But if they are going back to this whole action, we can do uh, Resident Evil 8 Village. And the only reason they're fucking calling it Village is so they can play off of the VI, the VILL in Village and make it, you know, they want to pan out and be like Resident Evil Village. And then the AGE leaves and then it's like VILL8. They want to do the whole Roman numeral thing. It's like, dude, just give it up. Just just put the fucking number there and give us a game that we'll be proud of. Oh, Jesus, fuck, dude. But anyway, that's my take on Resident Evil 8. I hope they don't fuck this up. If you want to make 4, fuck it. Give these kids 4. Remake this motherfucker, but don't give me these action games again. 
If not, if you're going to do this, I am praying someone knocks you out just the same way I was just praying about GameStop. I hope Silent Hill comes back. I, I haven't continued Amnesia yet, but these games I really love, so I got to get back to Amnesia. Maybe that's something that I'll be interested in doing today. Maybe I'll give Ghost a chance. I, I'll give it a, a, a little uh, breather, and then I'll go ahead and give Amnesia another chance because that was a pretty good game so far. I still haven't passed the fucking Shadow of course. All right, but anyway, we're not going to go into that. It's going to depress me. There's also a Resident Evil Netflix series starting up. You guys know how I feel about that fucking movie, don't you? That movie is terrible. I'm going to just put it out there. Every one of those movies are terrible, and they do no justice for the game. That's it. I got nothing on it. I'm going to stand on that. Ten toes. I'm going to die on that hill. I don't care who fights me on it. I hope they do this fucking series of justice. Netflix is a good company. Sometimes they hit, they miss the mark. Majority of the times they hit the mark. But if they go in the direction that the films have gone, if they're going to use that story and not the actual game, it's like being a comic book fan and you're seeing a movie that just strays so far away from the fucking actual comics that you're just like, dude, this isn't for me. They didn't make this for me. They're just, they're monetizing off of this. I should have turned this fan off. Oh, well, we're in here now. But they're monetizing. They're basically, you know, what we would call culture vulture. They're just going into a industry uh, and and something that's been loved and, and has fans for a specific reason and then they take all the fucking soul out of it, you know. I hope they don't do that with this fucking show. But anyway, I haven't watched The Witcher yet just because of that reason. I probably will give it a shot sooner or later. I haven't really heard too, too many things about it. I can't say good or bad. I haven't, ha- I haven't heard too much about it. I haven't researched it to hear about it as well. Um, before we get into more games, though, I will tell you guys that I started Doom Patrol. I'm about halfway through the first season. And I can understand why people like it. For DC, it's pretty cool to, to see that they tried to get away from the kitty shit. It gave them room to show some nudity. Uh, the language can be extreme sometimes. That's pretty dope as well. But as far as anything else goes... I was inside of a Reddit, uh, inside of a subreddit, and they were speaking about what's that show on Amazon, The Boys. And I remember trying to start The Boys, and I just didn't give it a chance. But now that I'm watching Doom Patrol and seeing the way that a lot of these, well, now that I see the route that it looks like we're going to take here when it comes to superheroes. And not have it to not have it be like big budget movies all the time. We can actually get the story through some of these networks. Like I think this is on HBO Max, and then the boys is on Amazon. I need to give these shows a chance and not look at them like I'm going into a feature film. That's what I have to do. I have to take myself out of that mentality and go into it for what it is. So that's what I'm going to do from this point on. So I'm going to start the boys over. I'm going to try to give the rest of Doom Patrol a chance. Sometimes it just loses me. It misses my attention. I lose attention. Or, and then they pick back up and they'll gain the attention. 
It's just some of the characters aren't really for me. It's uh, the guy with all the bandages. Yeah, no thanks, dude. Why do you go to sleep every time it's time for business? I understand this thing is living inside you, but can't they have made him a little more cooler? But I think that's the premise of the show, is that these people weren't really supposed to be heroes, and they don't really know how to deal with the shit that's going on with them. So that's what I need to look at. I don't need to look at somebody who's like, yeah, I got this fucking cool power, and now I'm Spider-Man. I just knew how to fucking handle it and train myself like a Jedi. Yeah, maybe I just need to just focus on what they're giving me and not what they're not giving me so i'm going to try to do that guys i'm going to try to get out of my own fucking ways and accept what is given to me and not trash it just because it's not what i expected it to be firsthand just thought you guys should know i started doing Pedro, and i'm going back into the boys i hear the boys is a phenomenal show and i hear the dude who has superpowers like superman is off the fucking rocker so i want to see this uh, going, staying with the comic book lane and the superheroes and all that shit, uh, Avengers has released, and lo and behold, I thought so. I said this has to be like DC Online, right? Like the Avengers game, the way it's looking to me is like it's just DC Online with Marvel characters. I know we were waiting for that for a while. I wanted this. It would have been great if they did it around the same time. Around the same time, if they had done it, if they had done it around the same time, I think I would have been. I would have been invested. But again, I don't think this game is for me. There are children after me. Us adults have a hard time realizing that. Like, we understand we may have kids and shit like that. But it's like, you still look at shit from a personal standpoint. They didn't make this for you. They made it for people around your kid's age. It's kind of hard to fucking understand. It is hard to deal with because we're getting older and the clock is ticking. But still, oh, death, spare me over another fucking year here. I would have appreciated it when the first, like I said, DC Online, it first came to me. I understand that it was on computer systems first, but it first came to me during 2011, 2010, when the PlayStation 4 actually dropped. And that was the game that they gave you, one of the games that they gave you for free, which was pretty cool. But it was so repetitive, and you had to do so much to actually get great superpowers that I fell off of it. And and then I couldn't be Superman. I had to be my own fucking character, which isn't bad. But at some point, I would have liked the option. I think they gave you the option, but I just didn't play long enough. And some of the missions there were very, very confusing. Now, I'm not saying that I won't play the Avengers. I just hope that maybe when it comes to, like, PS Now or something like that, maybe I'll give it a chance then. Or if one of my friends has it, maybe I'll play it with them. I One of my friends let me use Kakarot. I find it enjoyable, but not enjoyable enough to continue to play it, unfortunately. So I um, think I'm pretty much done with Kakarot. It was cool. It was cool for the first couple hours of gameplay, and then it was just like, yeah, I'm okay with this. I don't need to continue to play this like that. So same thing with the Avengers, though. I think it's going to be a, a pretty good game if they can stay with it as long as DC Online has been staying with theirs because I think I... I looked it up, I researched it, and I believe that it's still actually going. I believe that that, that game is still out there and still flowing. I, I heard that they had shut down a couple servers for a couple platforms, but I think it might have just been computer. It might still be on PlayStation. When I looked for it, it wasn't in the PlayStation store, so if someone knows something that I don't, please help me out, and I'll give the listeners an update on next week's. But if you're interested, go look for DC Online. And compare the two. Of course, the graphics will probably be a little different. I don't know. It, these days, you can kind of update from the home, but obviously, the Avengers may still look absolutely better because this game is a decade old that I'm talking about with DC Online. But 
when I heard about the Avengers, I'm like, is this an Avengers game or is this like DC Online? And I got my questions answered. It's exactly like DC Online. We are actually creeping up on one of my favorite franchises in the world. Zelda is turning 35 next year. I'm ready for it. Here's the thing, though. It's always a thing, isn't it? Here's the thing. They were going to release Hyrule Warriors. Age of Calamity. I am not having it. I think you guys understand that I am not having it. Oh, jeez. Why can't they just give us what we're asking for, man? Like... Oh, Jesus Christ. If I could just get that OOT or that MM, I would be great. I would be like, you could put anything else out. But anyway, this game, I guess, is going to be good. I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get this game. I don't care. I am waiting for the Zelda games that I'm waiting for. I'm taking a stubborn stance. I didn't get the last one that came out. I wanted to. I came very, very fucking close. I came so close to getting it. But I didn't because I'm taking a stance here. And I'm not getting anything until... I'll get Breath of the Wild too, of course. But I'm not getting this Hyrule Warriors. I didn't get the other one either. This one is set 100 years before Breath of the Wild. So for those that are interested, I'll still talk about it. I'll still look it up. I'll still watch people play it. But I'm not going to buy it myself. That's just where I stand. I am as stubborn as a fucking mule. And that's where it's going to end. I'm not going to give the... Because why are they going around it? I'm getting upset now. Why are they going around it? Just give us what it's like. They know that that's their ace in the hole. Like, okay, if we ever fall under, if the switch ever starts to do bad, we'll drop this fucking Ocarina of Time. This is a Majora's Mask so fucking fast, they won't know what hit them. But, dude, don't do that, man. Just give us what we, just give us what we want. A lot of people are asking for a couple more, too. I've seen them. Like, some people are like, yo, we can do a, a Colors OOT would be great and MM would be great, but even if they gave us this... I think one of them was Skyward Sword or some shit like that. I could be wrong. Another one, another guy asked for. Ah, oh fuck! I, I don't want to kill it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mention any more of it. But yeah, they just. I cool man. You're turning 35 and you're giving us a game that we really don't care. We really don't want this game. But whatever. It's, I guess it's a new chapter in the series, so we'll. Some of us will still play it. I'm just not interested. I'm not gonna do it. Okay, no, I'm lying. I am interested, but I'm not going to do it. Okay, I'm lying again. I am interested, and you may hear me speaking about getting this game if I get to the point where I am starting to fiend for Zelda again. And I'm getting close. Okay, no more no more lying. I think I got it all out. We're coming on the tail end here. I think I got to everything gaming-wise that I wanted to speak about, so... Since we're coming towards the end, I guess it'll be okay to start talking about some television, right, guys? Any of you guys watching Lovecraft Country out there? I am. I think I spoke about it already, but I am all the way in. I know I was having some reservations about the executive producers, but it's fine now. As of episode four, knowing that they have episode uh, eight episodes in the actual series. We are at the halfway point. I need to watch episode five. I'll probably do that today. But since we're halfway in, I got to go ahead and tell you they've got me. I'm in. I'm all the way in. There's no lying about it. I know I was kind of confused about episode two. I didn't know which way I was leaning just because I thought they had a cool story going into one, uh, episode one. 
and then going into two and then the ending of two just pissed me off a little bit but again i need to stop acting like i know things before i actually do and i needed to allow them room to breathe in this eight episode franchise or eight episode series here and now that i've done that i see that they're going and touching a lot more than i thought they would have with the original story so so far so good lovecraft country this is a very fucking phenomenal show. I advise anybody to step into it. Another one I stepped into that I'm loving right now is called Raised by Wolves. Raised by Wolves is a really good sci-fi show, man. It's hard to get me to love a sci-fi show. Like, I love sci-fi. And, of course, there are great fucking sci-fi films and sci-fi shows. But they truly do miss the fucking mark. It's almost like horror in a sense. I love horror as well, but you have to realize how many B-rated and C-rated and D-rated fucking movies and shows that are in the horror genre. The same goes for sci-fi, even though they're within the same, pretty much. And sci-fi fantasy, sci-fi horror, all that shit is all wrapped up into one sweet bow for me. But what I'm telling you is, it's very hard for me to love a sci-fi show. I love Raised by Wolves. Now, I don't know if it's going to do what Westworld did to me. Westworld, I I love the first series. uh, Excuse me, I love the first season. And then I tried to watch season two, and I still haven't got out of season two yet. I hear season three is really good. But I need to get back into that fucking show. But this one, Raised by Wolves, is is very fucking awesome, man. The world is... Uh, the world as we know it has been destroyed. Humanity is far and few in between. Uh, basically staying on a ship. That ship is landed at a, a planet, I think it's SB-22 or something like that. Along those lines, somewhere around there. You can kill me. I know I'm not fact-checking. It is what it is. And there's uh, one child that's been saved from uh, from humanity. It was a frozen embryo. Gave t- uh, to two androids one android is a simplistic android he's the male and then and then there's this the woman which they call a necromite a necrophilia or some shit I, again you can kill me it doesn't matter i'm not fact checking because we're at the tail end of this and i don't want to keep stopping and pausing and she's very fucking powerful probably the most powerful weapon around and then you have um the humans that fled earth and are actually looking for a place to uh, to habitat at this point and they believe that they found one on this planet because the son, the one of the 12, the rest have died. Look, I'm doing a horrible fucking job describing this. Just go check this shit out. It's fucking phenomenal, dude. Just please go check it out. Check out the, the first episode. is kind of slow, but you'll be interested enough. Trust me. Raised by Wolves is worth a fucking watch. Trust me. Trust and believe you will hear more about this show as it goes on. The same as Lovecraft Country. I wanted to give both of them a shout out. I don't want to give the story away. I know I just butchered Raised by Wolves, but trust me. It's only because I'm still invested and I'm still watching it right now. It's still very new. We're, I think, episode four or five in this one as well. So I think the next episode drops on the 17th of September, which is, I believe, it's Thursday. So you'll hear some updates from me on next, or next week, next Tuesday. So... Yeah, that's that when it comes to Raised by Wolves and Lovecraft Country. I just wanted to know if you guys were looking at it, if you guys have seen it, if you like it, if you enjoy it, if you don't like it at all. Just let me know. But Raised by Wolves, dude, I'm standing by it. It's a really good one. I just ran into it by accident, too. Again, a subreddit. Somebody spoke about it, and I was on HBO Max. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's, it's, it's here. It's on HBO, huh? And then I clicked it, and I'm like, okay. I watched the first episode, and I, 
I was restless, couldn't get sleep. It was like 12 at night, and next thing I know, I'm four episodes in, and now I'm looking for the fifth. Isn't that some shit? That's how it goes. I don't know where we are at, man. I think we're about an hour in here, but I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to cut you guys short. I know there's some editing I have to do for sure. So let's just continue to go on to one of these topics, man. Netflix and chills. Netflix and chills is happening. I am so happy I have seen the the banner or on the internet, man. Let me see. Let me get these shows down. I don't I'm gonna look at this one because I actually screenshotted it, man. I put it in my story on Instagram. I was so fucking excited. To let everybody know that it's the most wonderful fucking time of the year again. It's Halloween, motherfuckers. It's it's that time. It's spooky time. It's time for people to to enjoy all of the things that we we deem to be scary and frightening and death and murder and chaos and gruels and goblins and demons and rah. Yeah, all of that shit. So September 10th, The Babysitter, Killer Queen, don't know about it. I will look into it. I should look into all of these. Maybe that'll be something I do for next week and just give a descriptive tale on what's going to be dropping. I will because I love this holiday so much. That's what I'll do. September 16th, Paramedic. September 18th is Ratchet. Uh, October 1st, Oktoberfest, Beer and Blood. October 2nd, The Binding, Vampires uh, versus The Bronx. October 7th. Hubie Halloween to the lake But October 9th Here we are This is what I was rushing to October fucking 9th The Haunting of Blind Manor I've been waiting We have been talking about it I have spoke about The Haunting of Hill House On this fucking show Or excuse me On this podcast And now October 9th The official release date For The Haunting of Blind Manor I'm all the way in You talk about binge fucking You talk about binge watching Boy oh boy I'm going straight through that Might only take me a day Set the day aside, as long as I don't have to work. Set the day aside, I am watching this whole fucking shit like that. That's what's happening, man. Or should I save it? See, if I save it for Halloween, nah, doesn't matter. I'm watching that shit day of. First day it fucking drops, I'm watching it, man. As long as I don't have to work, I am there watching that show. You, you will already know what the host of podcasts about everything is doing on, top, on October 9th. Just ask me. You don't even have to ask me. Don't ask me. That would be disrespectful and distasteful. I am watching this show. That's what I'm doing. Anyway, continue on. October 14th, and we will get further into A Haunting of Blind Manor. Trust me. I just want to do a little more research. I know some of the characters will be the same. They're kind of doing it like American Horror Story, so we'll get into that. But not right now because we're running out of time here. Running out of time like I can cut off my own fucking podcast. I just don't really want them to go over an hour. The same way I don't want them to go under an hour here. October 14th, The Babysitter's Guide to Monster Hunting. October 19th, Unsolved Mysteries, Volume 2. October 21st is Rebecca. October 22nd is Cadaver. Uh, October 28th, Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight. That sounds good, but shit, sometimes titles can be cool and just be terrible movies. But that is a cool fucking title, right? Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight. Yeah. All right. I will take you up on that, man. October 30th, His House, The Day of the Lord. That is Netflix and Chills. And that's just Netflix, man. That's just Netflix, I guess. So hopefully there's other things coming from different networks. You know, I'm a big Shutter fan. Whenever they get their catalog together, uh, maybe Amazon might have some good treats for us to come our way. But as far as Netflix is going, they're trying to give up. For the spookies, they are trying to do it. That's not a good term. That is not a good term. I'm sorry I used that. <laughs> As a racist term, and you shouldn't use it, okay? But 
I don't know what else to call us, man. For us Halloween lovers, okay? What the fuck ever, dude? Jesus. Leave it to whites. Oh, I can't say that either, man. <laughs> but I'm for real, man. When it comes to racist shit, you guys ruin every fucking thing, dude. Get it together. Just love people. Shit. I can't use certain words now, certain phrases, man. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? All this racist shit, dude. We're gonna go we're gonna talk about that. You know, I don't know when, and it might be on the other podcast, but we de- we absolutely need to talk about what's going on in the world. It's just when this podcast is on, I want you guys to kind of escape that shit, you know? Especially if you go out there and you go to work, you see this shit on a daily basis. People out there getting smacked for not putting their mask on. I- I'm quite sure you don't really want to hear about it, so I just try to get you to a point where you can forget about all of the stresses of the day. And that's what this shit is all about anyway. Last but not least, I will end it on this because I know I didn't go 10 over when it comes to pausing. The Batman has stopped production. Robert Pattinson tested positive for COVID-19. and Hopefully he gets better. A speedy recovery to Robert Pattinson. I know this crushes him because he is doing a phenomenal job from, a, from the looks of the trailer. Shit, one of my homies was like, dude, did you do anything on the podcast about the Batman? I'm like, no, not yet. I just wanted to say that, speak my piece about it because we will get into a detail a podcast about it I might do it with him He can break down some shit And he can go hard uh, Pause He can go hard On the trailer that he's seen And why he was so excited about it So I'll leave that for that guy Or I might just talk about it myself But I won't do it right now Because this is going to be The end of the show We are going to Ride off into the sunset We are going to mosey on down the road This is the award winning World famous podcast That nobody knows about And hasn't won a damn thing This is a podcast about everything. I hope you enjoy it.